0: Welcome to the BQBL FailCast for week 13, 2019. I am your host, Alex Eifler. I'm joined, as always, by the commissioner, Dr. Matthew. Um, This week, the number of benchings has has gone down slightly, but it's not over. The benchings have continued.
1: Yeah, benchings are a non-zero number this week again. Um, But yeah, it definitely feels like they have, I mean, we had a benching, before the games even started, uh, I suppose, in uh, Mason Rudolph getting the hook. Uh, By the way, you had wanted me to send out a a correction last week. Yes. Uh, I never did, so we should, on the topic of Mason Rudolph, we should clarify. uh, I questioned whether uh, Duck Hodges actually shot ducks or just called ducks. It turns out he does both, as there was a picture that came out this week of, of him and James Washington with dead ducks.
0: Yes. Most certainly, killed them ducks. Um, yeah. And there was one other correction corner, and that was my fault. I said Vita Veya weighed about 250 pounds. He weighs <laughs> about 350 pounds. So I'm sorry, Vita. I undersold your weight significantly. Um, and he yes. is now the, the largest human to ever catch a touchdown. So kudos to Vita and all 300 and something pounds of him. Not 200 and something. <laughs> no um but the uh as I mentioned uh the benching this week was uh was due to poor play um and the poor play was from Nick Foles um who is now getting benched for the second to or actually is it the first time because I guess technically he got Wally Pip the first time and then Gardner yes. Minshew got benched yeah, that's right. And, and now, yep. uh, and then, and then now that Gardner Minshew was benched for Nick Foles, Nick Foles is being benched for Gardner Minshew. That's um, correct. So it is—it's pretty much the dream scenario uh, outside of a Hugh Jackson type situation where uh, you you bench the young starter just because you hate him. Um, that's obviously the dream scenario where you just bench him every week to show him that he's not important. Um, this is the second best scenario where you. Bench the the old, the younger guy for the older guy, and then you bench the older guy for the younger guy. It definitely maximizes the benchings that you can get. Yeah, this,
1: this definitely is. And it's sort of interesting from a strategic perspective, just because they have a big contract on Nick Foles. So I'm not exactly sure what they're trying to do here.
0: I think what they're trying to do is win football games, as odd as it sounds. And... Um, Nick Foles has this amazing thing where he's really only been able to win football games for the Philadelphia Eagles, which is unlike every other quarterback, not named Donovan McNabb who really struggled to win football games for the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Yeah. There's, there seems to be some sort of, uh, I don't know, by our powers combined multiplier with Nick Foles and Doug Peterson, because uh, separate. Uh, one of them is getting benched and the other one is losing to the Dolphins.
0: It's true. Um, Like the wonder twins, I would say.
1: Yeah. Yes. Wonder twin powers.
0: Yeah. And the great part about Nick Foles is of all of the like quarterbacks in the league, he's probably the least Philly of them. Like he's religious. (laughs) He is like understated. He's like putting the team first and kind of like really laid back. And that's so not Philly. Like, Philly yeah. truly and deeply deserves Baker Mayfield. And they deserve to hate Baker Mayfield. Like, unfortunately, Cleveland is now stuck hating Baker Mayfield, which is an awkward position because last year he was the savior of the city. <laughs> yes. No, that's,
1: that's absolutely true. Um, I, I have no idea. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens with Nick Foles because he has, like, $33 million of dead money next year.
0: Yeah, I think they're going to have to trade him. Um, yeah. I think that's their their only option, or keep him as the most expensive backup in league history. Um, either way, it doesn't seem ideal. I think they'll probably have to eat a pick or some salary to trade him. Um, but either way, they're going to have to like it's it's going to be you know those weird football trades that we used to see, or that we saw that one time where. The Brock Osweiler trade, I, I think. I think that's what it has to be. Yeah. Like, what else could it be? I guess. I mean, I they know. have the option to keep him. Let me see. I'm looking up the uh, the dead money right now. Um, oh, over the cap, helpfully values him at about two and a half million. <laughs> so <laughs> that's good to know. Um, I agree. By the way, I think he's probably worth three or four, but. Um, uh in 2020 he's going to cost uh his cap number is 22 million just about and uh the okay. dead the dead money is 12 million so it actually costs more to cut him than keep him yes um in 2021 they could cut him um and then they would save you know 14 million but um between the accelerations and everything the dead money would still be uh, twelve and a half million of dead money. Okay. Yeah. So they're in uh what we call the bad shape. Um, also, just just to make it worse, on March eighteenth uh, of uh, twenty 2020, twenty, his twenty twenty one roster bonus becomes fully guaranteed.
1: Hmm. Nice. Well,
0: roster. so that is bad news for
1: Jacksonville, but it was good news this week for Russ. Ah, uh, Jacksonville scored a league high eighty-five BQBL points. Russ started them, and so uh, Russ won the week. He got eight from Dallas on Thanksgiving, eighty-five from Jacksonville. Finished at ninety-three, which was good for the win. Um, so Russ takes home the victory and continues his roller coaster ride uh, of essentially either winning or losing the week.
0: Yeah. It's it's uh, also good for him because he got a Dallas start out of the way. It's also good for anyone who likes mustaches. Because um, <laughs> we're going to be seeing a lot more of the Minshew mustache. Um, this week was not good for everyone, though. Um, we had two owners who started negative scores, and those were also the two owners who came in last and second to last. Um, yeah, Nick tried to get a San Francisco start out of the way against the fearsome Baltimore defense, but... Um, He only got 11 points out. Um, Unfortunately for him, he also was facing the fearsome New England defense. And you would think that facing two of the best defenses in the league in Baltimore and New England would be really good and that you'd be happy to start San Francisco and Houston. Um, Houston gave him a negative 10 against the New England defense. Can you explain? Uh, Well...
1: No, no, I can't really explain it. Although it's interesting to point out that uh, Joe finished with three and beat Nick, who finished with one. And the difference there was the negative 10 from Houston come from four touchdowns. Deshaun Watson threw for three and caught a touchdown. So that that trick play um, where the flip was to Watson was the fourth touchdown. And that was the difference between negative five and negative 10 the difference between last and next to last for nick
0: <laughs> yeah although it didn't really matter if he threw it or he caught it either way that fourth best is going to count against him um i did see that it, it counted against uh it, it was the difference in a league and a guy missed the playoffs because of that play um which i thoroughly enjoyed um in, in what way um in that uh allow me to describe his saltiness which he actually posted on the message board about um okay so in on the on the new weekly segment of uh salty leagues that we're in and and people being salty um, <laughs> last week we had someone who uh got negative points from case Keenum, even though they started him yeah and again uh, you never sent me a screenshot of that mm-hmm. okay so there let's see having DeAndre Hopkins lateral the ball to the quarterback at the three yard line, and then five minutes later have that lateral overturned into a touchdown pass was the thing that absolutely stings the most. So, oh,
1: got it, got it, got it.
0: So, if it had been a lateral, Hopkins right. wouldn't it's not have not a passing touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, fa- but the fact that it became a passing touchdown rather than just a handoff or a glorified handoff mm-hmm. as a lateral. That's what cost him. Got it. Makes sense. Um, and it actually, it went into the score sheet as a lateral, and then they decided that it was forward, because it didn't matter either way. Um, right. But they decided it was forward, and the, um, the, the points, uh, the four points was enough. Um, he, by the way, he lost by .85. Oof. Wow. So uh, there's your, your, the salty corner for this week.
1: Um. Yeah, that's the bad fantasy beat of the week. Um, I, I think Joe got a bit of a – Joe got a bad, of a, a bad uh, BQBL beat because in, in this game he got negative four for New England, and there is no way that Tom Brady deserved negative for how that game went. Um, basically, he was terrible, and then Houston let them back in the game. So he finished with 300 yards and three touchdowns, but he did not play
0: that well. Yeah, he the, the worst secondary in the league or one of them belongs to Houston. And when they go into prevent, you better believe they're gonna let some yards up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what they had a ninety-seven percent
1: win percentage with about six minutes left in the third. So this game was not close.
0: No, not close at all. Um but uh you know the the low scores that Joe and Nick put up, uh Joe's of course really hurt. Um, he did get the one win, um, but he got knocked out of second place. And he did, and he and he lost ground on
1: me uh, as the leader. Um, you know, so you you took over second.
0: You picked yeah. up three wins this week.
1: You, yeah, I didn't, I didn't uh, got Tampa much. Bay
0: right, I suppose. I guess. Yeah, they, it was a fifteen, and it was mostly because they just ran the ball the whole game. Um, they blew yeah. the other team out, and they just ran it all game. Peyton Barber Week, um, which is uh, I don't think anyone saw coming, um, but it was no. An-
1: it's very strange to look at a Jameis Winston box score and see no touchdowns and no interceptions. It 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 feels deeply wrong. It does.
0: It feels yeah. Almost this feels like, wrong. It, it feels almost like Alex Smith should rip the mask off, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, he did have one fumble, so it's not like he totally held on to the ball. But still, it's strange to see zeros up there.
0: Extremely strange. Um, but I'm confident that that's the only time that Jameis has had, this, so far this year, neither touchdowns nor interceptions. Yeah, it's um, been I'm uh, not, it's been I'm not looking here. it up, but I'm extremely confident. Um, <laughs> but I didn't actually have a good week. I just didn't come in last. Um, I think I ended up coming in what fifth.
1: Um, uh, yeah, you got three wins.
0: Yeah, so fifth. The uh, the second place team this week was you. Um, you ended up getting um, twenty seven from New York as uh, as they continue to to lose ball games and angle for a top pick in the draft. Um, we still don't know. By the way, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, I just wanted to clarify. I, I did go
1: back and look it up. The uh, the last time that Jameis Winston did not throw played in a game where he did not throw a touchdown or an interception uh, was back in uh, 20, October 15th of 2017 against the Cardinals in a game that he got benched for Ryan Fitzpatrick.
0: He didn't throw any picks and he got benched? Uh, well, I wonder whether he got hurt.
1: No, he got hurt. Sorry. He got hurt.
0: Yeah, got, so he didn't We'd have to go back really far, I bet, to find a game that he was neither injured nor threw a touchdown nor threw a pick. Yeah, it looks
1: like December 11th of 2016 he it appears to be the last time.
0: So it's been about three years? That sounds right. Yep, been about three years. Yeah. Yeah, and that, ladies there and gentlemen, is Jameis Winston. <laughs>
1: yep. But
0: uh... <laughs> and, Anyway. Yeah. So going back, I'm still not sure if Daniel Jones is any good. Um, no. He had zero wide receivers. Like he was throwing to, um, I guess it was uh, Sterling Shepard, and no, and nobody, just just no one. Um, and it didn't it was work.
1: Was Darius, Darius Slayton? Yeah. Uh, who is that? I don't know. But the leading receiver was something called Caden Smith. Yeah. Who is that? Uh, Apparently, a rookie tight end from Stanford.
0: (laughs) Is it Caden spelled with a K? Tell me it is.
1: It is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So he's throwing to Caden with a K. Caden Caden with a K. Arizona also had a a good week. Um, They put up forty-one. Yeah.
1: So I audibled late from seattle to arizona uh they put up 41 and it was a good move in the sense that they were the second highest scoring team this week um ended up being a bad move because i need one more seattle start and Russ through a pick six so that, that was the uh I, I could have finished second and gotten my seattle start out of the way yeah but instead i'll, well, uh, I'll settle for the
0: six points regardless Right. And, and both of them really just went, went on the strength of that pick six because Kyler Murray also threw one interception, which was a pick six. Um, he, he just had fewer yards and no long passes, um, which, which helped yes. out the score. That's right. But, but they both kind of had a similarly bad game. Um, no, R- Russell Wilson played well. Kyler Murray was terrible and led
1: one garbage time 80-yard 80 80 drive.
0: That's fair. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so the next place this week was 47 from Jake, correct? Yep. Yes. Um, Jake had two yeah, score scoring the positive, two teams scoring the negative, And he started the correct ones.
1: So good management. And, and Jake is, is benefiting from the, uh, Derek Carr
0: implosion. Which is spectacular, by the way. Um, you, yeah. w- earlier we were talking this week and you asked me if Derek Carr was a good quarterback and I said unequivocally no. And you said, since when? And I said, "Uh, ever. But I think it was in question (laughs) earlier this year. I think that was – it was really – people were like, hey, maybe Derek Carr is putting it together. Mm -mm. Well, I mean, Oakland was winning, and there was a –
1: if you look at Oakland's points this week over the season so far in BQPL, 0, 22, 5, 21, 10, bye – they did put up a 40 in Week 7, but then they went through a stretch of negative negative five, zero, 0, negative 15, 5. So there was a stretch there before last week when they were putting up nothing or negative. And then all of a sudden they explode for 100. This week, 36.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm fairly confident that Carr was never good and he was just making fewer mistakes somehow. Um, and Oakland, I will admit, I'm surprised that they're six and six. I would have assumed that the six and six team would have been the Chargers, and that Oakland would have been the team that was uh, four and eight. But the Chargers uh, have once again innovated in terms of how to lose a football game. Um, this week, they innovated by uh, going ahead, being in position to win, and or at least to go into overtime. Right and then they committed yeah. a 37-yard pass interference play on a last-second heave down the field, where the really the only thing they could have done wrong would have been to commit pass interference. Any other scenario, they would have t- said the game would have gone to overtime. But Casey Hayward, who is probably their best player on defense, not named Bosa, <laughs> um, committed a, a pretty obvious pass interference um, penalty, and uh, and they ended up, losing on a last second McManus field goal
1: yeah I mean this is this is sort of a uh, a competition because the Chargers and Broncos have both been excellent this year at finding ways to lose the Broncos have lost multiple games where they took the lead and then allowed a last second field goal and this was really the the Chargers coming in and, and just exerting their dominance in losing games they have no right to lose
0: so it's like, a, it's not so much, you know, an irresistible force and, and, you know, an immovable object. It's more like a, uh, it's more like an immovable object and a paper mache curtain and trying to figure out which one's going to win. <laughs> something to that effect, or, or maybe something Some, thinner like, a, like tissue paper. Um, and the two of them right. just waiting for the other to flinch. Something, something like that, yes. Something like I, uh, that. I, I think you, you took the words right out of my mouth. Well, I, I hope not. Cause that's a terrible analogy. Um, <laughs> so yes, Oakland's 36, uh, Tennessee put up an 11, um, which is a relatively high score given Tennessee's current run. Um, you know, yep. t- Tennessee, for those who hadn't been paying attention, um, they scored a negative last week. Then they had a buy the week before that a negative the week before that um, They've really been not scoring anything since tannehill came in um that eleven has been I think the highest tannehill score yet, so uh, yeah, good on Jake to get the starts right, and he needed it um to uh, a negative score would have put him um what' it would cost him a win to sarah um sarah had thirty six she started uh Washington who won again question mark yeah are they, they on won a again. S- are they on a winning streak is that what that's called they might have
1: it's possible, um, but yeah, all of the bad teams uh, won this week except for the Giants.
0: I mean, yeah, because the Bengals also won,
1: which is yeah, uh, Bengals also won. Seems, so uh, seems credit impossible. to Jake. Credit to Jake here. Uh, about halfway through the season, he and Will were going back and forth for last place, uh, and he's now climbed in out of second to last. He's he's now in uh, instead of next to last season, second to last place. Uh, he is up at forty-four. Um, actually, pretty close to second place in general right so he is only four games back of second place uh and he was in last place fairly recently so he's he's come on strong
0: yeah def definitely a uh a, a good showing by jake um yeah not so much by will and nick though um they've nick nick started off strong and's kind of stagnated since then
1: yeah no that's absolutely true um speaking which so uh we can do the scores in a second, but, uh, but some interesting stats, um, uh, two teams this year have not had a week high.
0: Who who has not had a week high? Uh, teams or owners? Owners. Um, well, it's definitely not you, me, or Russ. I think it's also not Joe. Um, is it, Sarah and Will? Nope. Neither of those. Is it Jake uh, they and... They each have had a single week high. Okay.
1: Is it Jake and Nick? So Nick has had zero week highs, and I have had zero week highs. What? Yeah. I've yet to win a single week. Uh, I have no week highs and no week lows. Can Contrast that with Russ. Uh, Russ has four week highs and three week lows. So... Uh, We've just been through week thirteen. More than half of the weeks, Russ is either won or lost. Um, you've had a bit of a roller coaster as well. Um, you've got four week highs tied for the lead, and you have uh, two week lows, but six weeks of negative scores.
0: Wow. So So you Russ- and Nick, you and Nick tied for the lead there. So Russ has kind of the all or nothing Adam Dunn approach to it, huh? That's the, uh, correct. Home runner strikeout. Either way, I'm not yep. walking. I'm not, I'm not moving. <laughs> not moving quickly. I, I, don't, I don't have to run to first place. I don't like it. I won't do it.
1: Yep. So, yeah, he has uh, he's been all or nothing. And, uh, yeah, as, as sort of, I don't know, ended up somewhere in the middle for him. See, he sits yeah. right in the middle of the pack right now.
0: Yeah, it turns out if one hand is on fire and the other hand is freezing cold, on average, they're the perfect temperature.
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I have not had a week high or a week low. I've sort of just been consistently gotten a bunch of sixes um, and currently have a 15-and-a-half-point win win lead over you. You took over second place by half a win over Joe. Um, so I'm now over a two-week advantage with four weeks left to play.
0: Yeah, it's, it's looking – increasingly insurmountable Um, especially because we're just not doing a good job catching up and every every week that we don't do a good job catching up it's just that much harder because now you're going to have to start scoring zeros or negatives for us to even have a decent shot at it there's four weeks left and we have to catch up about four points per week yes that's correct so if we're going to come in, say, second, let's not get crazy, that means you have to come in second to last for us to gain ground.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Third to last. Because um, yeah. there would be eight wins for first, seven wins for second. You would only be able to get four wins. Uh, sorry, three wins. Um, so that would mean you'd have to come in yeah, fifth. So, yeah, I don't know how many times you've come in fifth or worse, but it's not that many this year. <laughs> No. So, yeah. um, Also, I have to send cookies to Sarah. I have a cookie tin, though. Yes. Send cookies to Sarah. Indeed. Um, Um, Yeah. Pay your bets because
1: you'll have you'll have new debts pretty soon. Oh
0: God! Um, Did you go through the standings? I wasn't even paying attention.
1: Uh, No. Uh, I mean, I briefly went through the standings. So I'm in the. So this week, as we said, uh, Russ won the week with uh, 93. Um, I was second at 68, Uh, Jake was third with 47, Sarah in fourth at 36, Uh, you finished fifth with 20, and then 15 for Will, three for Joe, and a single point for Nick. Uh, On the season, 63 and a half wins for me, 48 for you, 47 and a half for Joe, who's in third. Um, Next, we have a tie for fourth and fifth, that's Russ and Sarah at forty-five and a half. Uh Jake has forty-four, Nick has thirty-nine and a half, and Will has thirty and a half.
0: Yeah, so there's actually less separating the the second team from the like sixth team than there is from actually less separating the second place team from like the the last place next team last. Than, than there is, yeah, next to last between you and the second place team. So that's correct. um yeah, that gives you some idea of the proportionality here. Yeah. Um, well, the only, it seems like the only way that anyone's going to catch up is uh, if your decisions start being Mill So, Matthew, may all your decisions be Milanesque. and uh, I will uh, see you guys next week. Take care of yourselves as the holidays are coming up. And uh, I want to say I'm thankful for this, uh, this league. It brings me a lot of joy. Yeah, thankful for all of you guys. All right, take care, guys. Bye.